Hi, I'm Harmony Knight, and welcome to the very first episode of Dear Harmony. Topic for today's episode is Wine Talk, Cousin Edition. Join my cousin Misty and I as we stroll down memory lane on the crazy people we call family. Now, be sure to hit that follow button to keep up to date on our weekly episodes and submit your stories for an opportunity to be featured on Dear Harmony. All right, so Misty, welcome to the Dear Harmony podcast. How are you today? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm just fine and dandy. So I wanted to bring you on this podcast because I wanted to have a night where we just kind of talk shit for a little bit. And I don't know anybody else in the world better than you to talk shit with. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for thinking of me like that. That's so sweet. Absolutely. When I think of shit talking, I just instantly think of you. Uh, It's a mutual (laughs) feeling because that's immediately what comes to my mind as well as you. So you're my cousin, but go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Any stupid fun facts, anything you want them to know that's relevant. I'm pretty much boring now. I feel like I'm old and I'm boring. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens. Like you get over 40 and it's just like, no, there's no fun facts anymore. Oh, there is. Well, what are some stupid things you did in your younger years? Let's talk about that. Oh, which part do we want to start with? You're really going to take me back and make me think of things. Well, well, let's, let's go back and think about the, let's open this can of worms and talk about when I was younger. Cause you're, you're how much older Uh, than me? Oh my gosh. I was shit. I was in high school when you were born. So Yeah. yeah, I'm significantly older than you. Definitely. But yes, I've been around you forever. You used to carry around your little bubby doll and you wanted to wear pantyhose, which were actually overalls, but you called them pantyhose when you were little. So of of course you're never fully dressed (laughs) without a good pair of hosiery. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Forever. So 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 thinking about back when I was when I was an embryo and you had some miles already on you. What was like the truth? <laughs> what what were some of the trends back then that you couldn't live without? So the French rolled jeans, of course. Used to like take the hairspray and spray the bangs and then either use a hairdryer, a curling iron, or sometimes both to fry it enough to keep it like standing up. Like that's you know, age. I- I remember when I was a kid, my mom, we used to call it the claw bang. Yes, that's exactly and, what it was. Your mom literally rem- had the best hair though when I was like, yeah. It's, she had it's, like the Vogue magazine haircut constantly. And I just remember did. as a kid, she would take her curling iron and like wind it as tight as she could, her bangs, and then <laughs> spray the shit out of it with Aquanet. Yes. And she, and she would shit. Aquanet yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she would take the curling rod out and it would look like an egg roll on her forehead for a hot minute. Oh yes, yes. And then she and would then take have to that, tease it. Right. She would take that wide tooth comb and just pick the shit out of it and make it look uh-huh. like claws. Yes. I know. She knew how to do it. Like she was good at it. I was very jealous. I I still have very fine hair. Like it never worked for me. But yeah. I, 
I'm sure we could get you a nice, a fall or a good wig piece and we could get oh, you yeah. all put together. We could, we could. I'm pretty sure there's like the pictures from back in the day when the perm sat in just a little bit too long and the hair got crunchy. Yeah. Yes, I've got absolutely. Some, I've got some classic pictures, the bangs that probably got cut way too short. Yeah. But at the time I they looked great. I, I feel like we've all had that phase where we have that haircut that we know we shouldn't have had, but your grandma gave it to you. So you have to love it anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Well, your grandma, my mom, but yes, the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so your, your mother is my dad's sister. So you're my cousin through my dad's side of the family. Thank God. Yeah. I'm the best side. The yes the well, best side of the family mostly. <laughs> Mo mostly we'll we'll leave it at that, we'll, we'll, it at that. We'll, we'll take a couple of them on our side if you if yeah. you say so yeah. um but you and I have had a really interesting relationship especially within the past I would say what maybe 10-15 years oh my gosh I know we like became besties there like I feel weird if I go a whole week without hearing from you or something yeah, absolutely. So I was thinking, and before I called you and we started the conversation, I was thinking, you know, when did that shift happen in our relationship where we became besties? And, you know, I really think it was when I came out to the family. Yeah, it was because when you even said something to me one time, you were like, why didn't anybody say anything sooner? And I'm like, it's yeah. not our place. Like, it's not our place. We accepted you for you. We knew it was, that's for you to decide and figure yeah, it so out. So to touch on that subject, I mean, the kind of what you're mentioning is, you know, I had that moment where I came home and I came to my family and I was like, you know what, this is the moment I need to tell them that I'm gay, like I need to come out. Um, and something that I really loved about my family was everybody already knew, like it was, I, I didn't want to accept that they already knew, but they did. Um, but when I finally got that reassurance, literally, like you said, everyone was just like, who cares? We already knew. So <laughs> yeah, we just, we knew. I mean, we were glad that you were finally comfortable with it because that probably made the bigger impact than anything was for all of us to see the change in you where it was like, you just like your confidence changed completely. Right. So that was great for us, but yeah, we all knew. And, it, and it's such like a full circle moment because even once I went through that phase, I went back and looked at pictures of when we were all younger and I mean, there's pictures of like you and I and my brothers all running around um, Grandma Bobby's house, little grandma's house. And I'm wearing like bridal gowns and yes! flower girl dresses. <laughs> oh my, oh yeah. And you would get mad. Like, oh, you would get so mad if somebody was playing with your stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, we always knew. That's what we always laughed about. Cause it was like, we already, we, we knew forever. So we were just glad that you finally were we're finding yourself and you were confident. It's that, it's that blooming moment in life where you finally oh, it was realize. A big blooming moment for you. Big blooming moment. And then you started drag and it was even more amazing. Yeah. So let's, let's move into the drag topic. How, okay. how do you look at it as a family member having a cousin that's not only gay, but also does drag as a profession? Oh my God. You have no idea. I'm so freaking proud of you. Like, oh, thank you. I literally show your pictures off to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's over here and Kevin's over here. He's like, yeah, yeah, we do. We show them off. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. No, we but, do. We love it. It's so much fun. 
And it's just seeing your personality with it. You're perfect for it. Oh, well, thank you. Have you ever had anyone give you backlash on it? Like, have you ever had anybody or friends say like, oh, that's really weird? Or how do you accept that in your family? Have you ever had anything like that? No, but I think it's mostly because even if I did have it, I don't think I'd give a shit and pay attention to I'm doing it. Right. You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't need somebody else's approval for something that I do or a family member or anything. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Get, get the fuck away. Shut up. I don't care. Exactly. I think it's great. And so have the one guy that was uncomfortable. Remember I brought him to the show. Oh, that's because you forced him to come into a gay (laughs) bar. (laughs) So let's, Let's let's share that story. So tell us what happened on that. Oh my god, he's gonna kill. Oh god, it's so funny. He always he won't said he's listen to guy. it. He I know, won't he listen won't. to it. He won't, but it'll be great anyway. It's just uh, so he was always talking about he needed to meet a girl. He was tired of being single, and so me and one of my coworkers came up with this great plan of he should meet my cousin who is from out of town that's gonna be in town at this club. So we were gonna go meet her for drinks. And he's like the country farm boy hick, like Kansas <laughs> hick. So bad. And so we're all just like, we should totally do this. And he wanted to know your name, if you had any social media, like he was trying so hard to figure out who you were. And I wouldn't say anything. I was just like, no, no. You just have to trust me. She's perfect. Like she's gorgeous. She's perfect. And so then we decided like the day of the show, I finally was like, you can't make fun of her name because you have to remember her parents were kind of hippies. So we're <laughs> Either that or she's just a really good stripper. <laughs> oh my gosh. She was just like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And of course his friend that was working with us, he was in on it a hundred percent. And I mean, everybody was, we had so many coworkers in on it, but oh my gosh, we took him to that club that night. And at first he was like, why are we going to that one? When I said the name of it, I was like, we're going to go down to this X, Y. And he's like, why? I was like, cause that's where we're going. Just shut up and meet us down there. Mm-hmm. So they show up. He still has no idea what's going on. It's not until like seriously 20 minutes in when he's sitting at the table, then he was like, oh is that a dude? <laughs> we just about die laughing. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you back for this. I can't believe you did that. He was so uncomfortable. We were crying, laughing. One of the kids there had his parents on FaceTime just so they could see his reaction. Oh my Even goodness. He freak out. Yeah. To this day, he's not paid me back yet. I think it's great. I was like, yeah, I got, I got him good. <laughs> yeah. He was so uncomfortable. And that's one of those where I was like, you know, if you're uncomfortable, that's on you. Figure it out. Get over it. Right. Yeah. He might have been mad at the moment, but he was laughing about it forever. And I I think to add another layer uh, on top of that is you didn't include me into exactly what was (laughs) happening. (laughs) Well, no, because I, you know, I got to make it real. (laughs) All you told me was, hey, I have a friend coming to the show. Mess with him. 
and that was the only information that I was told. So of course, here I am, I walk up to the table and I see you and your husband and some people that I have maybe seen on social media. And I go oh, up to this oh, random guy. Gosh, my parents were there too. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. yes your parents yeah, were there. We were all there. <laughs> and, oh yeah. You and, I, and I walk up to this <laughs> random guy and I just go, Hey, big boy, how you doing? Oh, he was terrified. Wasn't he? Like the look on his face was just like pure terror. I thought he was going to shit his pants. Oh, you have no idea. I like later on, he was telling the guy that he came with, he was like, oh my gosh, I just realized we walked into this club together. Now they probably think we're together. We're dating. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what it's, is wrong with you? I, I wonder if that's really the thing that straight guys think about. Like, have you ever thought about that when they walk into a gay bar? Like, what's the first thought that really walks through their mind? I don't know. Now I do kind of wonder because the other guy that was there was straight and he could have, like, he thought it was great. He's like, I'm going to come back here more just because right. of the atmosphere. So I don't know. I don't think it's definitely straight guys. I think it's maybe some country bumpkin straight guys the, that the, the guys that miss right the guys that miss their father yes those <laughs> yeah the ones that they got in trouble for getting in mom's makeup one time when they were four like it's exactly. those little ones exactly I mean, we can ask kevin what he thinks what straight guys think when they walk into a gay bar yeah let's ask your husband kevin tell kevin to come join the the, the feed <laughs> See? kevin Kevin, welcome to welcome to my podcast. <laughs> a lot of those guys that where it bothers them, they think all these gay guys are going to just hit on them. I guess I don't, know. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I think they're afraid of getting stuck in the butt. <laughs> you you know what it is, Kevin? What's that? They're afraid that they're going to be treated the way they treat women. Oh, that's true. That's a good thing. That, that could be. That actually yeah. does sound about right. And they're also scared to see someone with a bigger dick than them. That's true. <laughs> that's probably that is so true. Well, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so I remember another thing about you, Misty, is... I remember growing up being around you, you're very creative. Like you're an individual that loves to try new things. You love to create um, artistically, um, all kinds of stuff. What are, what are some things like, I remember this, this is testing my memory, but I remember uh -oh. back in the day, those glass vases that you would put like dried flowers oh, in. Oh yeah. And yeah, we did. what were those called? I can't even remember what we called them. They were but pretty they much like, like a candle. It had right. the oil in it you could burn, but yeah. Gosh, wow, you're taking it way back. Like that yeah, was that's like before what I, remember. I even had Sophie. Yeah. That was a long time ago. So what are so what are some things you do now creative? I know oh. I know you're working on costumes because you've actually worked on some costumes for me before for drag. I have. Right now I'm making a prom dress for your cousin because it's going to be her first time going to prom. Oh. Yeah. So we just started that this week. Um, well, if you need rhinestones, that, I have plenty. Oh my gosh, there's no way. She doesn't want to sparkle. She's very she knows exactly what she wants and I just have to make sure it is exactly what she wants. She doesn't want sparkle. I know, isn't she weird? She's really weird like that. Yeah. She she, she must be adopted. Them. I know she loved him when she tried them on and then she found this one that was really simple and it's just her it's perfect 
Mm-hmm. It's so. It's and how old. old is she? How old is she now? Oh, she's 16, 17. Yeah, God, she's, she's 17. She'll be 18 this September. Oh my goodness. I remember when she was born. Yeah. That it makes was, me feel old. Yeah, I know. You are ish, kind of. I mean, you're still well, younger I'm, than me, but you are getting old. Okay. Yeah. So besides that, let's see. Uh, we bought a giant old house that I'm making Kevin completely remodel. Like a oh. total remodel. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't seen you since you lived in your last house with the pool. Yeah, we got rid of that so, one. Yeah, I haven't seen your new house. I yeah. see the Snapchats every once in a while of the pictures of like your renovations and stuff like that. But I, I haven't yeah. been to town in so long. Yeah, so. it's, um, it's a, it's a job. It's a big one. Where, so. Well, what, yeah. what are you working on currently in the house that's exciting? Like the kitchen or what? Yeah, so we actually, was it last weekend? Last weekend we removed, um, what, four walls and put up some like load support beams so that it can be completely open. Because of course, like a house in the 60s, everything was divided into rooms. Right, right. And I didn't want that. So we've opened it all up. So there's not going to be many walls in the house anymore. Nice. Just open yeah. floor plan. Very open, extremely open. So that's exciting. That's, it is. That's, that's more than I would ever want to take on. The fact, the thought of buying a house terrifies me. Oh my gosh. I love it. I think it's so fun. We just no. had people out last week to like do window quotes and the guy's like, is this your forever home? And I was like, there's no such thing. No. Well, well, listen, you move more than I change boyfriends. So no, well, it might be a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's more than I think we're tied on that one. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But I do have to say you always have beautiful taste in houses. I remember, okay. see this, look, I'm like going down memory lane as we're having these conversations. Oh, okay. But I, re I remember that house that you had, the little one that my brother lived in for a oh. while. Yes. With the purple wall in the dining room. Yeah. And oh, yeah, we I just, always had crazy colors in places. Like, I just remember even your house way out when I, when you had Sophie, like the red kitchen or the red living room. Yes, we did. And, and I just remember you always having the crazy ass wall colors in your houses. Oh my gosh, you'd be surprised. I don't have the crazy colors yet in this house. I don't even think I've picked any of the crazy colors really yet for this house. But I do have this fantastic carpet right now that I'm looking at that's in the kitchen from like 1968. And it's that rubber backed stuff that was in our grandma's kitchen, except it's red and orange. Well, wasn't hers red? I think, was it red or was it brown? I think it was originally red and then she burned it. <gasps> oh, that's it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, grandma well, burning let, stuff. Let's let's talk about that for a second because oh. how, many Chris, how many Christmases were destroyed because of burnt food? Oh my gosh, who even knows? Who knows? All I can remember was thinking it was a giant joke, like one of the last ones at their house. And we pulled up and my mom's like, grandma caught the kitchen on fire again. <laughs> Thought it was a joke, but no, she literally caught the kitchen on fire again before Thanksgiving dinner. 
Oh literally, she like the range hood above her stove was melted. <laughs> like how many? I can't even imagine how many range hoods they've had to replace over the years <laughs> in that house. Oh, I think that's why she kept her kitchen cabinets such a dark brown color is because it just blended in with all of the smoke and yes. Oh my but gosh. I, I so also remember that. the doors, the doors, the cabinet doors were so thick. It's uh, almost like that was on purpose because she could just sand them down and just repaint them every time she scorched <laughs> them. Oh, she did so much. Like you have no idea that so many times. And it but, was always like at the worst time possible that she would do that too. Oh, absolutely. She would get distracted and just leave shit burning on the stove. Oh, it's, it, most of the time it was because she was cooking spaghetti and she was making french fries at the same time and would yep. get the plate with the paper towels to drain the french fries too close to the burner that the spaghetti pot's on and catch the whole fucking kitchen on fire. Yeah. Exactly. And it it's, so it's mostly because grandma and grandpa could never eat the same meal. I know. Grandma always wanted something else and grandma wanted one thing. So she was constantly trying to cook two different, completely <laughs> opposite meals <laughs> at the same time. And so she would always just catch her kitchen on fire. And she'd get on the phone and get sidetracked because she was talking to her friend for so long about who knows what. Probably oh somebody goodness. she didn't even want to talk to. Oh, but, no. Yeah. But of course she had to keep up on all the drama. Oh, she was definitely gossipy. I feel like you inherited that from her. Oh, how dare you? It's no, true. No, it's a compliment. <laughs> I mean, Listen, I... I, the one thing I remember the most is the second the phone would ring at grandma's house, I'd be sitting there on the couch next to her. The phone would ring, she'd answer it. And all you hear was, oh, no way. She really <laughs> said that. Oh my goodness. No, girl, I won't tell anybody. No, you, you can trust it with me. As soon as she hangs up, beep, boop, oh beep, boop, 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 boop. Hey, Rosemary, guess what happened? She called everybody. Yes. She would she call us. Jeremy, do you remember there was one time? So, like, because you know, she had the same personality as we did, where you could just like fuck with everybody, and she thought it was great. Like, she Absolutely. loved messing with people. But there was one time we were talking about somebody, and um it was the shorter people down the street. Yes. yes. And I said something about, well, is there little is there dick miniature too and she picked up the phone and called somebody to ask them if they had a... <laughs> and I just sat there with my jaw dropping and she picked up the phone and she looked at me and she goes they say it's normal size I don't believe it that's <laughs> just, just like normal as could be in the conversation I was just like oh my god she was gangster like that it was great bless her heart I know Never, you know, I'll, ne ne boring, I'll never, never forget the time that I, she literally <laughs> called me to find out some drama or something. I can't remember what the topic was, but I told her, she was like, Hey, what's, what's going on? Like, what's, what's the tea? What's the drama? And I literally told her what was happening. And five minutes later, she calls me back to tell me exactly what <laughs> I told her. It's like, you can, you, you forgot to skip me on your list of phone numbers of who you call to tell the drama to, because you got the information from me. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. She, she didn't have a little black book in her drawer. She had that little red one with everybody in the family's phone number and birthday. Yes. In it. yes but she had the numbers memorized. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was great. It was so good. Like when they got their computer for the first time and she wanted to know how to get online. And I was like, all you have to do is you like type in any word that you want to search, like whatever. And she was just blown away. And she's like, really? I was like, yes, you just type a word. And what does your grandma type in? She types in sex. (laughs) Corn pop-ups for like weeks. And I was like, you don't type that in. And she goes, you said I could search anything. I was like, grandma. Yeah. And then she would always ask me, how do I get rid of those pop-ups, like those ads? And I was like, you did it. You typed it in. You brought it on yourself. Yes. But that was back in the days, that was back in the days with dial up. You couldn't pick up the phone the same time you were on the internet. No, and well, especially not if she was sending a fax. Why she had a fax machine? I'll never understand. (laughs) Who was she sending fax to anyway? We have no idea. Probably nobody. It's probably Rosemary. Probably Rosemary. But and and the other thing that cracked me up is she worked from home. She had her own business. And so she did alterations for years. I, I remember when we were, when I was young and even when you were young, I'm sure she made clothing for us all the time. Oh yeah. And, and yes. did all of this stuff for us. And, you know, even to this day, we do things because of her. Like she taught us both how to sew. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you've like, got her sewing machines too. Exactly. I have all of her sewing stuff. Yes. Um, and I mean, I use it practically every day. And so she really did, although we hang a lot of shit on her and she got a lot of shit in her lifetime, she was a force to be reckoned with. Oh my gosh, she was. She was great. But I just remember. Amazing. And and don't even get us started on grandpa. (gasps) Oh, grandpa. Do you know how many of my friends, like still to this day, will talk about my grandpa at times because he was just, yeah. He was, a, he was a hot fucking mess. <laughs> he was hilarious. So funny. And you didn't even really get to have to deal. I mean, not have to deal because it was fun. But like when I was in high school, and we're all going out and doing stuff. Like that was grandpa's heyday drinking days. And that man <laughs> was some crazy shit. Like my friends would go, let's go to your grandparents' house and see what your grandpa said. I was like, <laughs> all right, let's go. Like, why not? What the hell? But he's he was one of those people. I remember as a kid, he would literally sit in the kitchen by himself with the dog. And talk to him. And just be drunk off his ass, arguing with the dog. Yes, they had full-on conversations. Full-on conversations. And, and God forbid you interrupt him because it would just piss him off. Yes. No, I mean, like, ain't that right, dude? Is like, there's still a phrase that is said throughout ain't, some of my conversations. Yeah. Ain't that right, dude? <laughs> yeah and they used to have parties which is funny because you know grandma didn't drink but they would right. have like giant parties at their house when i was younger and in, in the um in the rec room yes i was yeah. i was telling someone the other day about that i was like you know i remember growing up it was just so normal to me for someone to like go out into the ice box in the rec room and get <laughs> and get the ambrosia salad like it was just- <laughs> Yes. It was just normal conversation. People are like, I didn't grow up in a household like that. I was like, you didn't have a rec room at your house? Like, who doesn't have a rec room? Who doesn't have a rec room? Like, what did you do? Where did you have Christmas? Yeah. Like, where did you, yeah. Where did you all go and get together when it was 700 degrees in the living room? Because the old man's (laughs) got to have the furnace on 90 and a fucking fire going at the same time. 
exactly. And there's 40 people in the room. So yeah, who doesn't have a rec room? I mean, I got, but, I did take, I got a lot of the stuff from their bar when they were moving. Like he insisted that I was taking all of this stuff from the bar for the bar. So I love it. So, even sitting in our dining room the other day, Sophie like looked up and I have these glasses on the bar and she's like, where'd those come from? Are those from Grandma Bobby's? Yes, they are. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just remember in the rec room, even talking about the bar, like that, that bar took up half of the side of the house. Like it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, they had so much shit, just (laughs) knickknacks and so many, I just remember reading the cups as a kid, like some of the coffee mugs were so inappropriate. Oh yeah. He loved his inappropriate stuff. It was great. He he just loved gag gifts. Like it was unbearable. I have the boob mugs where I think that stuff actually comes out of a nipple in one of them. Yeah, Um, I'm pretty sure I remember those. Yeah, the ice tray that's a toilet and the like ice tongs are a set of dentures on. Yes. Yeah, we've got that one too. Yeah, but he just loved any of the crazy inappropriate stuff. It was great. Absolutely. such a fun childhood there. Oh my goodness. I, I mean, we practically, all of us grew up in that house just running around like hooligans. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, think we were there all the time. Weird. Oh, the silly string fights. Those were the oh. greatest. No, 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 no. Let's talk about the Christmas. <laughs> where <laughs> you already know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna talk about. The Christmas where where we all pissed Grandma off really, really bad oh. was when Grandpa made us those marshmallow guns. Yes, she was so mad at you guys. I, so, I throw you guys in there because I could they could never be mad at me. Oh bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> the you were the one most like I swear were... they were probably finding marshmallows when they moved out of that house. Oh, absolutely. Well, it was so grandpa decided it would be a good idea to make these marshmallow guns out of they, it was PVC pipe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just like the little what half inch or three-quarter yeah, inch PVC. And they were shaped like guns and grandpa just went to the store and bought like a dozen bags of mini marshmallows. Yes. And we just put them in these little guns and shot them out of our mouths at each other. And nobody ever thought about the fact that after a while there's like slobber in there and those marshmallows get really gross. Yeah. They would like stick to you because they were covered in saliva. Yeah. Yes. Or then if you let them sit out and let them get really hard, they would hurt like a motherfucker when they actually hit you right. But I mean, that was probably at least, I, I want to say maybe 10, 12, 11 years before they moved out of that house and we oh, were st- yeah. still finding least, marshmallows, like yeah, till, the, till the last day. Yeah, easily, easily 10 or 20, yeah. Because, you know, but it was fun. They didn't care. I'm pretty sure we probably have some of those marshmallow guns somewhere around because my mom's a pack rat and she loves oh. to keep everything like that. So, I, you know, I feel you like you're, I've, oh, you know, I don't need one. Thank you so much. Sure. I'm sure, I'm sure I can just shoot marshmallows out of my mouth just fine without. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, anytime you want to jump on the podcast with me, just let me know. So make a list of all the stupid shit you want to share about our childhood. And Girl, we can, I don't have a life anymore. I've told you, I explained this at the beginning of it. I work and I come home. And that's it. I'm old. Well, 
Well, you always have a place in my house. So if you want to oh. hang out, you, you know how to get a hold of me. So I do. Yes. Send, do send a fan, send a fan letter to my PO box and I'll respond within 13 yeah. to seven business days. I know. I trust me. I know how that is. I get it. You're busy. That's I your cookies. Listen, I don't even have an oven. Okay. I still have it. <laughs> so oh my gosh. <laughs> You're crazy. Let's, let's share this story really quick before we go. Um, so Misty found this thing online. Do you want to tell them this? Tell them about how you asked me for my address and what you said when you sent me that message. Well, because I know you so well, and I said I need your address, but I want your real address, not the fake one that you give to people to send fan mail, so you don't have to mess with it all the time, and you don't want stalkers. Because I found the perfect Christmas gift for you. It was truly the perfect Christmas gift. Tell them what you got me. I. I found Jeremy the Dolly Parton cookie making set from William Sonoma that I shipped to him because who doesn't love cookies? Dolly Parton and well, that's William it. Dolly Sonoma. Parton cookies. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I still have that cookie. It's still in the box. I, I can see it right now. It's sitting in my kitchen and I literally have it where I'm, I'm going to make them. I promise. But if <laughs> I, I just don't, love that I got a text message from you, like a video little picture and you're like was this from you <laughs> well course. it didn't have your it didn't have your name on it so and you told me you were sending me a package and it came to my house <laughs> which nobody sends stuff to my house so I was like okay it has to be from Misty they must not have put the card on it which I was not surprised because of course I ordered it online and I was really hoping oh, yeah. it's like is it a gift so I put the writing in the card but even my husband was like they're not going to put that on the card because I think it just said Merry Christmas bitch <laughs> yeah yeah you didn't get it I, I, like, oh. I love that that's like our signature we're just like love you bitch happy holidays bitch um <laughs> tell them tell them about the card that i the um the postcard oh. i sent you from paris oh the Paris. yes the paris one i think that i still have that one where yeah it's merry christmas bitch you sent me another <laughs> one from aruba too that said something about it and i was just like god he's the greatest he's so good you just know me oh, so well Exactly. Every time I write you, I'm just like, happy holidays, blah, 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 you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because I don't even have to sign it. You know who it's from. I thought that's how all family talk to each other. I, well, I, I hope mean, it is because we have a good time. We have the best time. We really do. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us. I, I hope our listeners enjoyed our conversations regarding our crazy ass life. But thank oh. you from the bottom of my heart. And I love you to the moon and back for everything you've done in my life. And I'm grateful for you. And oh. I hope you have a great day. Well, I love you too. And of course I'm always here. You know that. So always just, a phone call away. Always, you know, I, it's not that far if I need to drive down there for something. So just let me know. That's so, true. Likewise, yeah. likewise. Okay. So Alrighty, I'll talk to you so later. So proud of you with your podcast. Good job. Oh, thank you.